Are you, Are you ready? ready? Let's go! Don't you sometimes just want to talk about everything? You know, there's days when you can just talk, 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 about anything. Need to sit back and chat about nothing at all? Nothing but Julie. Coming at you with fun and creative topics and interviews. Did you hear Julie's podcast? She's got the greatest topic. I did. I love it. Come join the chat about everything, anything, and nothing. So unwind and tune in to Nothing But Julie. Great topics and cool interviews. With some pretty awesome people. And now, without further delay, here's Nothing But Julie. Hello, everybody. It is Julie Schrager. Thank you so much for joining me and welcome to Nothing But Julie and happy hump day to you all. Hope you had a great weekend. My sister is in town now from New York and she's been here for about two weeks. So I'm enjoying getting to see her again. It's been uh, over a year since we saw each other because of COVID Um, The last time we saw each other, we went on a cruise and it was lovely and it was with my family and we had a very nice time and then everything went to shit (laughs) after that. And uh, she lives in a different state than me, uh, so it's always nice to see each other. And she's staying for about a month, which is nice. So uh, yay, it's exciting. So the other day we were actually hanging out at my house and um, we were talking, was it my house? I can't, or was it my mom's house? Well, it doesn't really matter. <clears throat> and we were all discussing the things that our men who we absolutely love, <clears throat> the things that they do that annoy the shit out of us. That led me to believe that this might be a really fun and funny topic to discuss. I mean, why not? <clears throat> I think that there are many things that annoy us about our significant others and vice versa and friends and just people in general. I have to tell you that as I've gotten older, more and more things start to bother me. Perhaps it's because I have been with the same man for 30 years. And I don't know, after a while, there are some things that just start to, uh, you know, bother people. Maybe it's completely normal, human nature. Maybe things that never bothered you before start to bother you. And it's so funny because, you know, you have that like honeymoon phase. And I don't mean the actual honeymoon. I mean, you know, you first go out on a date, your first kiss, then you start to get feelings for each other and then you fall in love and then you love each other. And everything falls into place. You you know, eventually you get married or you decide not to get married, but you want to start a family. And all of a sudden, other things start to take place and you become overwhelmed. Maybe you have kids and a job and blah, 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 blah. And there are so many other things that are going on in your crazy busy life that small things can really start to bother you. Uh, Maybe when you're more tired or, you know, premenstrual or going through menopause or just having a bad day. Who the hell knows? It could be anything. So let me tell you something that has been bothering me. And there's a few, 
One thing that has been bothering me, and it is not my husband's fault, but it has to do with him. I My peripheral vision has gotten so much better uh, later in life. You know, things are supposed to start failing on you as you get older. Nope. Not with my peripheral vision. And when we're sitting on the couch and watching TV or watching a movie or whatever the hell we're doing, uh, he sits to the right of me most of the time. But even if he were to sit to the left of me, my peripheral vision is so good that even if he moves, just just a teeny tiny movement, I'm like completely distracted from watching TV. And I'm always telling him, <clears throat> can you just sit there? Like, don't move. Just breathe for like two hours. Like, don't do anything. <laughs> and I feel horrible. But every time he moves, uh, and he, I think he definitely has a little bit of ADD because he's always been antsy. He can watch a movie, but I just think that he starts to get antsy. And so I'm thinking, I need to get those glasses, you know, like, um, I've seen people wearing them, but it's kind of like what horses wear or that they put on the side of horses' faces so they can't really see much, um, really much to the side of them. And they make these glasses that, you know, you can purchase that, that prevent you from like seeing movement on the side. <laughs> I'm telling you, I need to get something like that. Now, let me tell you another thing that bothers me like crazy. And I know that I am not the only person that has a husband and a child that does this. Pick whatever it is, picking the toes, picking the nails. Da, 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 da. I adore both of them. And I am certain that I do many things that bother them too, uh, but they're not as verbal as I am. And uh, it was like in stereo. I had my husband to the right of me and my son to the left of me. We're all watching a movie and I'm hearing simultaneous picking, pick, 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 pick. And I'm stuck in the middle and I went nuts. I'm like, can you guys just stop with the picking? It's just, it's, it's so much louder than the volume (laughs) from the movie. I mean, they couldn't, not only could they, neither one of them stop, but they didn't even realize how loud it was. There's, there's nothing worse than hearing someone picking. It's, it's not only disgusting, but it is so bothersome and so aggravating. And it doesn't end. They both do it. My husband's been doing it my whole life with him. And my son has been doing it for as long as I know. He got his DNA with that. And it just, it's endless. And every time, like, my son's like, oh, I'm almost done. I'm like, no, you're done now. Like, you have to stop. It is such a, an annoyance, like a pet peeve for me. And it's, it's endless. I know that there are things that annoy you guys. So let me go through some things that <clears throat> I wrote down that can definitely just annoy the hell out of me. Annoy me, piss me off, upset me, just put me in a really foul mood. And especially living in Florida, the the people that live here, I mean, I know we're a melting pot of many different states and many different people, but I am a New Yorker and I'm a New York driver. And I think that people who say, oh, New York drivers are horrible. I think they're saying that because that's all they've heard. And I'd like to know who started that rumor because New Yorkers are actually some of the best drivers there are. 
uh, we're very cautious, very self-defensive um, when it comes to, um, you know, avoiding accidents. So I don't know where people got this notion. I remember when I was a kid, I took a, a defensive driving course and I made my son take it prior to him getting his license, not his permit, but his license. And I did it more for him to be safe because of the assholes that don't know how to drive. He's actually an excellent driver. And I'm not just saying that because he's my son. He is an excellent driver and extremely cautious. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that maybe he's got part New Yorker in him. (laughs) Um, But also, I think it has to do with the fact that uh, he took the defensive driving course and he, he saw lots of videos and learned you know, what's right and what's wrong. And now that he's, you know, almost 25, I, I, you know, he's much more mature. He's, you know, he's the, uh, the what, going to be 25 in a few months. And he's very cautious of what he, who's, of his surroundings. The thing that makes me probably the most nuts um, are the people that drive in the left lane and go slow. I know that that's something that can bother all of you. I know it's something that is wrong and that some people just don't give a shit about. If you are in the left lane and you are going the speed limit or below the speed limit, get over. Because I will not be going just the speed limit all the time. And I'm not going to sit behind you while you go just the speed limit or below the speed limit. And I'm not going to get a ticket when I make when I do something illegal, which is go around you to the right. Now you can go around to the left, but not around to the right. And I could very well get a ticket and I'm actually breaking the law. So I know about this. There are people that I know that were driving in the left lane with me saying, listen, you've got people that are tailing you. You've got to get over. And they would be like, I'm going the speed limit too bad. If they don't like it, let them go around me. And I'm like, no, the left lane means go fast. That's how I always remembered it. And I'm like, what you're doing is not right. You're preventing people from going faster if they want to and making them have to go around you. No one cares because there are so many people that just don't get it. But isn't this something that everyone is taught? Just like, you know, what the accelerator and the brake are. To me, that's just like something that is such common knowledge. So if I'm driving and I can go faster, get over Otherwise, I'm just going to be a jerk and let you know that I'm not happy with what you just did. But it's also when people will cut me off in traffic at the very last minute before, you know, the exit, they literally just completely cut you off. And okay, I understand that can happen from time to time. People don't realize their exit's coming up. But but if you cut me off and you don't get off on the next exit, why did you just cut me off? What's, I don't understand that. What about people who deliberately go as soon as they think they can go? And then, boom, they start to go really, really slow. Like they were in such a rush to get out in the lane, but they're going to take their own sweet time going, especially when you're in a one lane street, (laughs) one lane lane. So that's definitely an annoyance and a pet peeve for me when it comes to any kind of driving when people don't drive like me. Drive like me, everything will be great. I actually got into an accident when I was making a right turn into a shopping center and these 
teenage kids were coming out of the entrance. There was only one way to go, and that was in. When you came, when you, if you decide to exit the entrance, the exit kind of has a curve. So if you exit, you're literally not only you're doing what's wrong, but you're turning into oncoming traffic. You know that you're screwing up. So I'm about to literally turn in and they came out and went right into me, crashed right into my car. I mean, it's just the pure stupidity of people sometimes, you know? Anywho, moving on. Some other things that bother me. Now, for those of you who grew up like I did, many of you watched Mad About You. And there was a scene when Helen Hunt came out, the very, very beginning, the very first scene, came out with um, uh, a roll of toilet paper and the little thingy that holds the roll. There's absolutely no talking. And she walks out in front of her husband, who was Paul Reiser, who's sitting on the couch, and she motions to him. And he looks at her, and she takes the little thing that holds the roll and puts it inside the roll of toilet paper. And she's like, is it that hard? Okay, so that's another pet peeve. If there's no more toilet paper, replace it. Replace it. And my husband is very good at replacing it, but he never, I can't remember if he's, I don't think he has ever taken toilet paper and gone the extra step and put that little doohickey in the roll and then put that into the holder. I don't think he's ever done it. Has he replaced the toilet paper? Well, I mean, if you want to consider taking the toilet paper and putting it on top of the roll holder, yeah, but has he ever physically taken that little round, that thing out that you put it into the roll? No, he's never done it. So, I mean, come on, just just replace the toilet paper. Just just do it. Why do you have to make me work more? I'm like the designated toilet paper roll replacer. <clears throat> it's really, really annoying. Okay, this is annoying to me as well. Wow, I sound like I'm a really bothered person when I start thinking about all the things that annoy me. But I know I can't be the only one. Are these like really crazy annoyances? Do they make me lose sleep at night? No. But they are still annoying. Okay. People that you see maybe in your neighborhood, always with headphones on. What are their headphones, earpods, airpods, whatever. Walking and talking or like pretend dancing and I am telling you that is a tactic used by many people to act as though they are either talking on the phone or they're really listening to something what's annoying about it is when they make it so blatantly obvious that they are not really talking to someone I mean, there are people that make it very obvious. And it's so funny because there will be people at the gym. I haven't gone to the gym in a year, but I'm just telling you from past experience who just, oh my God, it's just so funny to try and avoid people like the plague. They'll pretend to either be listening to something or talking to someone on the phone. That on a sliding scale is not a huge annoyance. I would probably do something like that too. But 
I think that that's a little bit annoying because people just don't want to talk to other people, which is fine. That's fine too. All right. The thing of it is, is I remember I was on a plane uh, two years ago, the last time I flew, and I was literally sitting next to someone that had their ear, I think they were AirPods in, and they were blasting. Absolutely. So good for him. He was very happy. He didn't have to hear anything at all. But what about me? He didn't have to hear anything, but I had to hear his music. So yes, I very nicely asked him, would you mind lowering that? They're just very, very loud. I can, I can hear every single word. He said, sure. It didn't even sound like he lowered it, which reminds me of a story. My sister and I were at the beach a couple of days ago and out walks two, I would say, uh, mm, uh, were they millennials? I don't think so. More Gen Z. Yeah, more Gen Z. And they have a boom box. And I was, I turned to my sister and I'm like, oh no, they have an actual boom box, like a more updated 2021 boom box, but nonetheless a boom box. And when was the last time you went to the beach and were around people with a boom box? I mean, I know when I used to go to Jones Beach or Robert Moses back in New York, that was all we did. We had boom boxes and I mean, you just heard the 20 different kinds of music. But I would say over the last two decades, that's not been something that's happened. And when you are the lone person with the boom box, okay, and the rest of the beach is dead silent, and there were plenty of people there, you just don't blast it. It's called common courtesy or, oh, I don't know, respect for others, which a lot of Gen Zs don't know about. Shame on you parents for not teaching them the right way. They were probably raised the same way. So they proceed to blast it. And if you can try and imagine what kind of music Gen Z was playing, just try and imagine. Not only was it rap music, but it wasn't the clean version. It was the explicit version. And there are people that have, ranging from all different ages that are there. And he starts blasting it. And I'm like, oh, hell no. And of course, my sister, so tight B, was just like, oh, you know, those things don't bother me. And I was just like, ah, the whole time, like, ah. So this man who had earbuds in got up very politely and just asked if they could lower it and was motioning with his hand. Did they lower it? Just like the guy next to me with his earpods in? No. As a matter of fact, they made it louder. The, the the arrogance to do something like that, the just the entitlement, it was disgusting. And, you know, when you're raised a certain way, like I was, okay, um, it's just, <clears throat> excuse me, it's just, <sighs> you just don't do that kind of stuff. You just don't do that stuff. And aside from it being completely disrespectful, it made me realize like what we're dealing with in society today. So these two young men decided to get up, walk away and park themselves, themselves behind me and my sister and a little bit 
to the right, but nonetheless behind us by maybe 50 feet. Did that do anything? No, they just made it just as loud now behind us. And when they did it, a plethora of people were like, lower, lower that, lower that. And there was this woman who was next to us laying down. She goes, it's my only day off. I don't need this shit. And she was from Brooklyn. (laughs) And she gets up and she says a few things. And they're smoking, you know what. And the kid proceeds to turn around like, who, who is she talking to? Jerk. Well, anyway, the point of the matter is complete and total disrespect from the guy next to me in the plane and the two men, uh, young men on the beach. Just have a little bit of respect. Those things annoy me. Sorry. Wear your headphones. But they had a bunch of people there, so they couldn't all. You know, if you want to listen, like I will bring a little teeny, teeny, teeny Bluetooth speaker with me loud enough for just me and my husband to hear that's it in my little circle you can do that but you have to bring a boom box for you know the whole entire Atlantic Ocean to listen to moving on ladies help me when you go food shopping and you come home let's say from work from a friend's house whatever it is and you can't wait to eat that ice cream or have a devil dog, or have that piece of cheese that you've been waiting for all day. You get ready, you take your shower, you settle in at night, you're about ready to watch a show, you go to get whatever you want to get, and it's gone. Not only is it gone, but the box is left completely empty in your pantry or in your refrigerator. So it's bad enough whoever took it, took all of it, but didn't even have the decency to put the empty box in the garbage or let you know ahead of time that your favorite whatever has been eaten or replace it. No, everyone else, and I'm talking about the children and sometimes your husband, and they all think that it's up for grabs, not to save anything. That bothers me. I can't tell you how much. There have been so many times where I've looked forward to having a little snack that I've looked forward to because I was good all day and I just want to have my little teeny piece of dark chocolate. And guess what? Gone. You know that feeling when you've waited all day just to have that one indulgence? You've been thinking about it all day and you get home and you find out that someone ate it? That's, That's the worst. It is the absolute worst. One other thing that bothers me that I'm sure you can all relate to is, all right, I'm just going to say it. When you are out and about, let's say you're at the mall or let's say you're just in one space. Like let's say you're doing, oh, I don't know, you're nighttime walking. And as you're walking solo, individual, a group of people of five are all strolling along the path opposite of you. So they're coming your way and they're all walking a straight, you know, line next to each other, you know, arm to arm. And you have to be the one to walk around them because not one of those five people who fit perfectly on the walkway cared enough or had enough respect to maybe move over. Nope. They just kept walking towards you side by side, coming right at you like a tsunami. And 
no one could have moved but me, the single person. I have to move out of their way. And I always wonder, what would happen if I didn't move? Like, what would happen? Would I just be standing there, like, stand my ground and walk right up to them and just, what, stop? What would happen? I'm finding that I think that the reason why I'm more annoyed lately is, well, you know, quarantine, the lockdown, but also I'm just finding more and more people are being disrespectful. And people my age, ladies, men, you grew up like I did, all right? There is no excuse for you to behave the way the Gen Z is behaving. You're supposed to be you know, be setting an example for your children. And those kids that are walking right up to me, I wanted to just slap each and every one of them. Total disrespect. But then I didn't want them to call me Aunt Karen. (laughs) But I would never say anything. I just bitch to you guys. What about when someone, oh, this is, this is a really good one. But this, this does, this has happened to me. Excuse me. Has anyone ever thrown away something that is yours without asking you first? Like, I there have been times where I have left something out in my home and I left it in a particular place and the next day I'm like, uh, did anyone see my so-and-so? Oh yeah, I threw it away. You what? Is it yours? No. Why did you even put your filthy little fingers on it? And I have noticed myself lately saying, don't touch my stuff. Don't touch my stuff. My sister recently turned me on to these organic, all-natural, dark chocolate peanut butter cups that I got at Whole Foods. And I was like, screw this. I am not leaving these out. And I am not going to say where they are because I know my husband listens to this. But they are in a secret place that I have to now go to just to get one little peanut butter cup. So they're not completely gone when I want my little treat. This is what I have to do in my house. I mean, it's become really ridiculous. <sighs> have you ever had someone get really close to you? Maybe pre-COVID, like they get way too close. And this has happened to me in the supermarket where someone is behind me and their cart is hitting my ass. That's too close. But what, did they think because they're on the other end that, that they, they can just bang into me? And there have been times where I'm like, excuse me, your cart is literally touching me. Can you just move back just a little bit? But then they give me the attitude. Or when they start putting things down on the belt before like the last thing of yours has been taken and you haven't even had a second to put down that bar to separate your stuff. Oh my God. The most obnoxious thing is when you're just kind of, you know, waiting to, let's say, grab something like, I don't know, some half and half or milk. And there's someone just standing there literally like right in front of what you need. And you now have to say, excuse me, I just want to grab something. And they kind of give you this little, you know, this little huff, like I'm invading their, their space, you know, the public space that they're standing on. And and I will sometimes, if I get that vibe, I will literally reach right across in front of their face and get what I need. I'll be like so obnoxious because that, what they do is even more obnoxious. And I know I sound like a very disgruntled person. And let me tell you something, there are just as many things 
that many of you are listening to that annoy you as well. Some of you might not uh, get angry or upset, and I very rarely get crazy angry or upset over it. And it does sound like I'm I, I'm angry and upset, but th- I'm giving you a list of a lot of things that can happen throughout the period of a year. It doesn't all happen in 30 seconds, but we're all annoyed at certain things. How we handle them is, you know, a whole different story. <clears throat> I used to be like this. When I was younger and I saw my my luggage, my suitcase coming around the carousel, I would like bolt and grab it in between people. I would literally wedge my way in between people, say, excuse me, excuse me, and just reach across them to grab my suitcase. I didn't care. I was a New Yorker at the time. It wasn't, I, I had balls, basically. That is what I used to do. And I can totally see that being so annoying when there's a huge open spot on the opposite side and all I had to do was wait like an extra 30 seconds to grab it. But I didn't care. I was much younger. It didn't, didn't matter to me then. And I was really teeny. So I thought, oh, it's no big deal. You know, I could just kind of wedge myself through these people. They wouldn't even know I'm here. <laughs> this is something that is just incredibly rude and should not be done. When I am showing someone a picture on my phone <clears throat> and they feel that it's not only okay to take my phone in their hands, but then to scroll through my pictures and I'm like, oh, stop. Don't be scrolling through my phone and don't take my phone in your hand. I've, that is just the most incredibly rude, rudest thing anyone can do. Would you do that? Not only would I never just take someone's phone, unless I really couldn't see and I would ask first, but I certainly would not scroll through your pictures. That's just invasion of privacy. It's not that I have anything that I need to hide, really. I just don't think that it's right. Again, I'm a rule follower and I grew up, um, you know, learning respect uh, and uh, basically being a trustworthy person and following the rules. And that's why I got so annoyed at the beach with my sister because I'm like, he is, you know, doing this and doing that and, and these people are bringing their dogs and this is not a dog beach. And my sister was like, you know, people just don't follow the rules. They don't give a shit. And it was like an epiphany. You know, it's like I actually had to hear her say that to me for for to register because I was like, I don't get it. How can people be like this? How can people not follow the rules? And she's like, they just don't. You know, they don't give a shit. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, there are people that exist out there that don't follow the rules and don't give a shit. It was the most horrible feeling because I believe in principle and it's very hard for me to fathom how people can't, I don't know, be like me. <laughs> no, that's not, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's just, there are a lot of people I am learning that are just so completely and totally disrespectful and that they don't see that they're being that way. It's almost like they they just don't get what they just did was so wrong and I don't need to have people in my life where I need to explain what they just did is wrong to them, you know? Um, All right, moving on. Something else that really, really bothers me. When people leave detailed messages 
voice messages. Now, let's all be real. How many people leave voicemails anymore? Voicemail is becoming like fax machines and tape recorders, just like a thing of the past, right? Just like kind of emails are becoming a thing of the past more and more and more. I mean, they're used for certain things, but not as much as what they used to be used for. Uh, So uh, what bothers me the most is when someone not only leaves a voicemail, that's fine, but when they leave a detailed voicemail and it goes on and on and on and they can't just leave a very simple message or, or, or text me. It just goes on and on and I'm listening and I'm listening and I'm listening and they literally repeat it. I don't know why that bothers me. You know, it's funny how times have changed. You know, I, I grew up in the era of not having an answering machine to answering machines actually being invented and having an answering machine and having um, rotary phones and having phones with a cord to having cordless phones. You know, it's that's why I think that our generation is probably one of the best ones uh, aside from the baby boomers um, where there were so many things that we have seen um, come of age in the technology era that it's allowed us to be such a well-rounded type of person, you know, learning how to be bored and finding things to do to having technology that can get us through it or, or having to be on, you know, the phone and have to stretch the cord as far out as we can just have a private conversation to having, um, you know, cordless phones so we can go into a different room and not having to answer our phones and getting, um, you know, messages on our, our um, answering machines, you know, we've, we've been without and we've been with. So it's kind of cool to look back at the things that we didn't have and what we've had and how those things have now been improved upon. It's kind of cool. Okay, this thing happens to all of us. Have you ever dropped your cell phone, uh, let's say, in between your couch cushions or possibly in between your car seat? Oh, my God, that's the worst, especially when I'm on a call. Happens all the time. Do you know that they actually make things now that you can put in between your car seat so it prevents um, your phone from falling in between? And some of them also come with storage so you can like put your phone inside like this little thing isn't that kind of cool but oh my god that's the worst and it is so hard sometimes to find it and when you do find it to try and retrieve it is so so difficult all right there's one more thing that i need to say shante 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 no seriously this this one is um uh this this is definitely a pet peeve well there's a there's a few more I just, I just have to, (laughs) when I get cut off in a conversation, A, it's rude. Stop doing it. But B, I don't remember most of the time what I was going to say. So if you cut me off, I might not really be listening to what you're saying now because I'm trying to repeat in my head what I still have to say. And then sometimes I just forget about it. But the thing of it is, is like, I want to finish what I'm saying, just like I give you the respect to finish what you're saying. A funny thing is, is that if I say, wait, wait, I'm, I'm talking, let me finish. They actually think you're being rude. They get offended. Like, how dare I interrupt them? It's, it's just in an amazing kind of hypocritical way to be. But honestly, mostly now it's not so much just because it's rude. It's because I really do forget. 
And then I might have to say to the other person, wait, what, what was I saying? So I can continue my conversation, my conversation. Anywho. What if this has happened to you? And it has happened to me. And it's almost like a gaslighting situation. My, my son and I were having this conversation the other day. And I, and it was about his job. And I was kind of getting all uppity, you know, just getting a little bit upset, like mama bear, because of how he was treated by a customer. And, you know, he's a mature adult, but I'm still his mom. And I was like, what are you? And he's like, all right, mom, calm down. Well, first of all, I wasn't acting like an insane person. I don't act like an insane person, but I was clearly unhappy with how my son was being treated. And I let him know that, you know, that's not right. And he's just like, you know, calm down. And that's the worst when people say things like that to you, you know, Hey, calm down. It's, it's okay. You know, don't be upset or whatever it is. And it's, it's almost like my rage meter just goes to like a hundred percent. And I feel like it's almost gaslighting because when sometimes my son is like, all right, mom, calm down. And I'm actually being very calm. I feel like it's a gaslighting situation that he's deliberately making me feel like I'm acting a certain way when I'm not. That makes me so crazy when you try to act like everything is okay, but that person makes you feel like you're acting like a psycho, which is wrong. Now, this is last on my list. And this is probably a a huge pet peeve for me when people try to correct me. If people try to correct me to my face, it's it's just not going to be good for them. You know, like if you basically respond with saying thank you with something, there's a reason that some people are uncomfortable with you saying you're welcome. Have you ever noticed that? Like if you say to someone, thank you, and then the other person says, you're welcome, people view you saying you're welcome like, yeah, you're damn right. I, I helped you. And, and, and uh, when I was brought up to just say you're welcome, like that's all it is. Like, oh, you know, you're welcome. Whatever I could do to help you. But people now look at it as a negative. They think what you're saying essentially is, you know, you're welcome to my service again or, you know. And some people just don't want to leave like a social obligation standing open like that. You know, I just think it's really funny how things have gotten turned around in, in society today. It, it's it's actually pretty sad how people read into certain things that are being said a certain way when they're not meant that way. And I know that even texting cannot be the best thing to do. Um, when you need to speak with people because texts can be misinterpreted. And when you say things to people, they can't be misinterpreted because you're going to say it a certain way. You're going you're gonna to use your body language a certain way. But so many people have gotten so used to texting instead of talking to one another that that's why so many friendships and relationships are breaking. And it's sad. It's really sad. But anyway. The whole point of me doing this particular podcast was because I really was like pissed off the other day at my at my husband and my son and, you know, picking and, and moving so I could see everything. And I thought, oh, this would be a lot of fun. I know that I touched on some topics that you guys definitely find annoying in your real life, too. So I hope you 
found this with a little bit of a ha-ha. So anyway, if you guys want to reach out to me, feel free to contact me at Nothing But Julie, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Take care. Bye-bye.